Hey y'all, it's me, Ed Carball, Mixed Martial Arts, contributor for SureDog.com, MMANews.com, and MyMMANews.com. I also co-host the Coast to Coast Combat Hour, also on Anchor, so if you haven't checked that out, please like and subscribe. Um, first one of, of this podcast, my own personal one that I've been doing forever. For 2020, uh, I figured I'd wait until MMA gets back into the swing of things, and we have. It is now, this is the Monday after Bellator 238, uh, and UFC 246 is a well past a week, um, which was the return of Conor McGregor, and obviously there's been a lot of stuff in between. <clears throat> so, I guess... Um, like I said, I just wanted to wait till we got back in the swing of things, and um, so uh, there's a lot to talk about. Obviously, it's it's a weird time. Uh, again, it's the Monday after Bellator 238. We're 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 finishing up January. First UFC uh, kicked in mid mid January, and then you know obviously the regional promotions have gotten underway. Um, uh, CES had their event with John Gotti winning a. Uh, the title and uh, uh, obviously the big the front runner is as always is the UFC with the return of Conor McGregor and I'm writing this piece I'm recording this by the way if any of you guys know how to uh, I would like to do this on a periscope um, I just feel like I, I it, it'd be a better way to interact live with folks and get reactions and stuff from them um, I'm not a big fan of recording myself with my phone, so I'd rather do it from my laptop. And, and uh, I, the uh, Combat Hour podcast, we use StreamYard, and I know I can use um, that with Periscope too. That way, you can get some some like listeners, like reactions and comments to react to uh, on screen. So, if anyone knows how to uh, download Periscope videos. Um, so I can get them on the YouTube channel and rip the audio to add it to this podcast. Let me know because um, I would like to like again. I'd like to do this podcast as frequently as I do Coast to Coast Combat Hour with uh, Matt Hawkins. So sometimes Matt will be a little long winded with stuff, and and I don't get to say as much as I'd like to. Um, plus, we have guests. So, on top of his rants and and you know giving the guest time, uh, you know on the back end, I'm usually doing the, uh, you know I'm, I'm I do the uh, post production stuff. So I have to like make time marks, make notes and stuff like that, as well as ask my questions. And this is on top of writing for the three sites that I mentioned uh, when I started recording. So it's a lot to do and a lot to keep up with. So um, if I can kill two birds with one stone and keep this podcast alive, I'd like to do that. So. Again, if you know uh, any workarounds for downloading Periscope videos so I can repurpose the that content for this podcast, like get the audio in here, and I would add those uh, videos to the um, the Blogboard Jungle YouTube channel, uh, which is my YouTube channel, um, if you haven't checked it out. Uh, all, all, all started as an experiment, but obviously I, I, I'm keeping it all alive because... Uh, I do like producing content, but that, that's another story. It doesn't need to hear nor there. So, um, you know, McGregor's back. He beat Donald Cerrone, 42nd, first-round finish. That's obviously the biggest highlight of that event. Um, 
and uh, the other one. So this is where I'm, where my dilemma, which prompted me to record this. My dilemma is Stephen A. Smith. Um, you guys by now probably know his the whole deal with him and and the comments he made. Not only immediately after the, the event in front of Joe Rogan, but his response to Joe Rogan, where he pretty much, he, he says not, he says nothing to, uh, to not even defend his claim. Cause he said he's not defending it and he's not backing down from what he said. But the thing of it is, is all Stephen Smith says seems to be nonsense. I know he played some basketball and I know he comments on all sports, but like, I, he cited his years in his response to Joe Rogan. He cited his years of broadcasting experience, which he he has. But it's I don't see the difference between him and any other sports fan that that has a platform to to debate their favorite sport with. And he sounds like you know a guy at a bar arguing their point i mean that that seems to be the point of all his shows and all his broadcast experience seems to be that um loudmouth that wants to be heard but really has no solid basis for what they're saying and um so when joe rogan joe rogan's response after that was that that having him on the espn broadcast for such a big event was bad for mixed martial arts Smith took offense to that and said that uh, he was wrong for saying it and for not approaching him or whatever the case is. I I, I agree with Rogan 100% um, because of the fact that it's okay. You can have your hot take, but you shouldn't, um, if you don't know about the sport, especially the fighter that you're going to bash, in this case it was Donald Cerrone, um, then you should at least say it in a, in a manner that's not so uh negative towards towards the towards the man um and even conor mcgregor who was the winner of that fight uh, agreed to, uh, to with with rogan and with what i'm saying as far as he needs he owes he owes a, a Cerrone an apology you know because here's the thing with that fight so talking about ufc 246 and it's since I haven't recorded anything since the uh, beginning, of, you know, since the year started, Cerrone fought five times uh, in a twelve-month period. A lot of those were losses, and a lot of them were losses to guys like Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje. Um, you know, whether or not McGregor picked him because he knew he was carrying a lot of wear and tear and damage. You know, the thing is, um, a buddy of mine used to always talk to me about. Roddy Piper's book. I forget the name of the book, but uh, Piper talks about how pro wrestlers have something that they call the sickness, and it's this addiction to constantly being on the road and wrestling. And uh, we all know pro wrestling's predetermined, fake, what have you. But the they do take real damage and bumps and and you know back issues and everything, which is you know it's kind of what gets them into the the whole pain medicine addiction and, and you know how how uh, wrestler a lot of pro wrestlers wind up. So, in a sense, it seems like that's and, and not that Cerrone's like you know down going down that road, you know, taking drugs or whatever. But he seems to be addicted to to just constantly having fight camps and and a fight to, you know, he keeps talking about how much he loves it. He doesn't like the downtime. But as you get older in anything that's physical, you know, the, combat sports is a young man's game, 
And once you get to uh, like 33, 34, that's considered old for fighting. Um, and fight, I'm talking about mixed martial arts when I say fighting. I think the, the word needs to be, uh, you know, repurposed for combat sports. Because we used to call boxing fights back in the day until mixed martial arts came along. And, and that rule set is more closer to real fights with the, the takedowns and the submissions and stuff than boxing. You know, boxing is a very limited rule set. So I always make it a point to call boxing boxing and mixed martial arts bouts fights for that reason. But, um, I mean, that's a whole other, you know, podcast I could record on its own. But um, anyway, so... You know, McGregor was like, respect those that make the walk and you should apologize. And so Stephen Smith thinks he can get away with the same way he talks about uh, his opinions for um, football, baseball, basketball, all these other sports that are that are essentially kids games that kids get to play safely. He thinks he can have the same hot takes and and. Uh, you know, down talk someone like Donald Cerrone. And for the one thing, I, the point he was trying to make was that the, you can't, you, there's nothing you can gather from 40 seconds of action. But um, to say that Donald Cerrone was ill prepared, I mean, the guy did a whole fight camp. He's constantly doing fight camps. If anything, you know, um, the damage he took was a broken nose and I think some orbital damage. Um, but that might have been left over from when he fought uh, Ferguson when his eye blew up. Because he healed from that. Then he fought Justin Gaethje, who put him away in, uh, well, I think that was the second round finish. And Justin Gaethje someone that, even if guys that beat him, they don't walk away the same. Look, Eddie Alvarez beat Justin Gaethje, and look what happened to him after the fights after that. You know what I mean? So, in that sense... Uh, that's what McGregor was saying. Like, make, like, show the, show the loser some respect. They didn't come in there to get beat up and lay down. He did what he thought would work, and McGregor had a counter against it. Like most sports companies, it's a chess game, and McGregor, McGregor found the quickest way to checkmate. So, um, and uh, like I said, I started, I got, I, I just, I'm recording this more to get it off my chest because I got about. 300 words written that I was going to submit to one of the sites I write to. It was an opinion piece about how Stephen A. Smith can talk his way into anything. I mean, he's talked his way up up the broadcasting ranks in ESPN. So now he's a name there. And it looks like now everybody's got his name in their mouth in the space of mixed martial arts. Somehow, someway, he's found a way to piss everyone off and talk his way into to the mixed martial arts space. And I'm guilty of allowing him in by not only... I mean, I'm, I obviously haven't submitted. I'm not writing it, but I'm recording this now. And my, the, the, the few listeners that are going to listen to this are going to hear it. And it's just another way he's... I told a buddy of mine, he's like an, an asshole wizard. Like a wizard that's an asshole. And, he, and he's masterful at being an asshole and getting himself inserted into these sports spaces where... Where his face and his his is just plastered on something that 
Like clearly, you're, you'll you'll never be. You've never been, and you will never be on the level of any of the athletes that you've ever talked about, let alone Donald Cerrone. Even if it's the, the best uh, football, baseball player that you've you've talked about playing badly, or, or all the comments you make, you can make those in these in those games because those are games that kids play nowadays, and they go home and eat their, in at their supper or whatever. But when you disparage a fighter, a, a boxer, mixed martial artist, kickboxer. You know, sports where, where where people have died in, you know, because uh, they 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 forego they foregone their safety because of their passion to com- to compete in this in this in this this thing that's a sport that's pretty much modified violence. You should walk. You should you should step lightly into that into that territory. You know, and he did it in the most asshole way. He would give Joe Rogan whoever respect, and then immediately disparage Cerrone so I know there's folks defending Stephen A. Smith but at the end of the day we're all guilty of falling into into he's finessed his way into mixed martial arts whether we like it or not and chances are just because of all the amount of times his name has has come up in the last few weeks um, as in regards to that fight in mixed martial arts he, he managed to work it out so in his response, he said he began with check the numbers as if he had anything to do with ESPN plus subscribers and people that tune into the event. That's not credit for him to take. That's all. That all goes to Conor McGregor coming back to the UFC. McGregor's always drawn numbers of the casuals and the hardcores alike. Um, but somehow Stephen A. Smith has found a way to not only work his way into that, but but he, I guess he's trying to take credit for him. And that's what he was saying to uh, to Rogan to check his numbers and his experience as a broadcaster. Well, you suck as a broadcaster and you have zero experience. Um, I know he'll never hear this. And, uh, you know, fuck him if he does. It's my podcast. Say what the hell I want. Um, anyway, but, um, you know, this weekend was Bellator 238. Cyborg has now collected her uh, strike force. Was it Strike Force, Invicta, UFC? It's her her fourth title in mixed martial arts as a featherweight champion with Bellator. She defeated Julia Budd in the fourth round. Uh, Budd was definitely big enough and strong enough. Cyborg took her down, and Budd was able to get up immediately. Um, Budd had been winning for a while. I, we all knew that Cyborg would wind up in Bellator eventually. Her and Scott Coker. You know, have a past relationship. Obviously, the whole thing with uh, Gina Carano and Chris Cyborg that happened uh, under Coker and Strike Force. So she's right where she needs to be. I think we're going to see a lot of fun things in Bellator coming from there. She said she even wants a featherweight Grand Prix so she can be active and fight a lot. Um, she seems happier than she's ever seemed in the UFC. Um, so, I mean, I, I think this is a great move for Bellator. I, I'm pretty sure as far as mixed martial arts goes, Saturday night, that was a top trending event. There was a UFC event in Raleigh. Uh, Curtis Blades versus Junior Dos Santos was the main event. Blades uh, finished Dos Santos in that. Um, but I just, for me as someone that's covers the sport and, and follows the space, uh, I, that's what I saw catching most people's attention. So, all, I mean, and then number two was... Stephen A. Smith's reaction to Rogan. Purposely, he released that on Saturday. Saturday night, 
when he knew folks would all be online, you know, both watching UFC's event in Raleigh and the uh, the Bellator event in Inglewood at the Forum. So he knew, he knew, the thing is he knows exactly what he's doing and we all keep falling for it, myself included. So I apologize to anyone listening to this that, that that's, sees that, but um, I don't know. I had to get it off my chest. Maybe I'll still submit the piece. Um, usually when I submit to SureDog, they heavily edit it and add an opinion disclaimer, but um, it might get submitted this week. I just, I just feel like uh, the more I, I do, the more anyone does it, but MMA Junkies has written the most. Um, Nolan King, who was on the Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast last week, we talked about this a little bit, and um, he actually was one of the first ones to write about Stephen, Stephen A. Smith's initial comments right after UFC 246. So if you haven't checked that out, please check that out. Uh, King does great work over at MMA Junkie since they brought him on. Um, I think last spring, summer, I forget when. He's, 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 he's been there at least a year, but he's he's always done awesome work. I've worked with him on site a lot at, at events. Uh, he's written for Flow Combat and uh, MMA Today, um, which I don't know what happened to them, but they were a great site while they lasted. But, um, yeah. Anyway, um, also, we, we spoke to Anthony Taylor, who fought in that uh, Bellator 238 card. It was his first fight back at Bellator, returning to the promotion. You know, he he started his pro career there. Go check out the piece I wrote on him at uh, mymmanews.com. Um, the interview with him from the from the uh, Coast to Coast Combat Hour podcast is on there. And that kid's just, you know, he came in, um, I don't want to say wet behind the ears or green because that's, like, disparaging. But, you know, he was already, he had a pretty good amateur career. And then he jumped right into Bellator. His first pro fight, I mean, he fought Adam Borix and James Gallagher and got submitted by them both. So that just goes to show you um, where they tossed this guy when he first came in. So he took that in str- those losses in stride and learned from them and then stepped away, fought in the regional scene, won four or five in a row, four in a row. His fifth was at, when he returned back to Bellator. But, I mean, uh, he fought Chris Avila out of uh, Cesar Gracie, uh, you know, Nick Diaz um, Academy. And, you know, training under them, you would think he's a, that's probably a reputable submission artist. And not only did Anthony defend the submissions, but, you know, he pulled off the win. So, I mean, it was controversial. I know folks were saying uh, that he should have uh, watched the fight again, though. He did very well. A lot of counterpunching. I think, fo- I think folks were rooting against him because of the way he was moving backward, but it was to draw him, it was to draw Vila into the shots that he wanted to take in that, the takedowns that won him the fight. So, anyway, I think that's pretty much it for today. Again, I, I would have liked to have done a uh, periscope and got some reactions from you guys. Uh, if you are listening on Anchor, you can call in or chime in and, and let me know what you think about any of this, but... Um, Please give me a follow on Twitter. It's at Carbazel. Um, you can see I always uh, share all the stuff I write there. The links to Coast to Coast Combat Hour and my articles and stuff like that. So um, if you're not giving me, a, giving me a follow, please do. Thank you for listening. I'm doing my best to keep this podcast up as well since it is the original OG podcast where I started. And um, if I do the Periscope thing, that'll help me do that because I'd like to do more reactionary pieces uh, after events on the weekends, like the, 
MMAnews.com has me doing seven takeaways of every UFC event. So I would like to have maybe one of these accompany that as it publishes on Sunday. It's like Sunday night or Monday morning or Monday night. Like I'm recording this on a Monday night. Um, But let me know what you think. I'd like to hear all your thoughts. I mean, we all should just ignore Stephen A. Smith. But, you know, he's not where he is because he's easy to ignore. I mean, uh, you know, the big mouth seems the, the The landscape of mixed martial arts media is certainly... Uh, it's filled with characters. It's not filled with journalists. You hear that word thrown a lot, around a lot. And, you know, Stephen A. Smith is not just another character in the space that, that seems to to get a lot of attention and a lot of money. So I guess we'll have to live with it. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, no UFC or Bellator this weekend. I believe there's uh, some regional stuff going on. I think there's an Invicta event coming up uh, soon. That's the 31st, so it might be next Friday, not this Friday. I'll have to check my calendar, but um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, Stay tuned for more stuff, and again, if you want to listen to the weekly podcast, it's Coast to Coast Combat Hour, also on Anchor and iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are played. Take care.